tuned into the listening party on bff.fm the song that you just heard was hold me closer by yuck i am chris and i'm kate and you're tuned into the listening party on bff.fm best frequencies forever and we 
come to you every Tuesday from 6 to 8 p.m. playing some recent releases and related tracks. Uh, This week we have a nice diverse set of music for you. Um, We're going to be playing Yuck's latest record, uh, which uh, you just heard a song off of that, uh, called Stranger Things. We've also got uh, the latest and potentially last record uh, from School of Seven Bells, and then have a really bizarre reissue to to end the show, which I urge you to stick around for, especially if you are fans of astral projections and all things witchy. Um, Anna Holmer and Steve Mosher? Steve... Is that that the right Mosher? Yeah, Mosher. We'll get into... We'll get into them, that interesting, unusual duo, um, way later in the show, but stick around. uh, Have that uh, festering in the back of your heads as we build to it. Um, But first, we're going to talk about um, the first record we're going to be playing for you in the show, which is Yuck's third record, Stranger Things. Um, This is their second release without their original lead singer, Daniel Blumberg. and that departure was a bit of a sad departure for Chris and I because we really loved that first Yuck record and thought that the dynamics on that record were pretty perfect. Yeah, that's a pretty universally beloved record, and it's always a, a strange uh, decision when the kind of chief architect of a band departs and the band elects to continue anyway uh you never know what you're going to get but you usually can assume that it is going to be somehow less than and that's kind of how we felt with their second release their follow-up since uh daniel parted new and current lead singer max bloom took his place and and had kind of a less uh aggressive demeanor and not saying that daniel blumberg was outwardly aggressive but there was just more maybe angst in the way that he delivered um his songs uh max bloom on the other hand is just a little bit more soft-spoken and his delivery is a little daintier um than max uh, than daniel's um and i think that delivery and also i mean the dynamic shifted a little bit toward toward the softer spectrum on the second release which was uh glow and behold yes um and we we were very excited about the return of yuck but also it was a little bittersweet because it just didn't have that drive and that pacing that the first record had yeah, i approached yuck with great trepidation um and I, th- I feel like max bloom on both records is sort of trembling under the weight of uh, you know, knowing that every review of every record Yuck ever puts out after their first record is going to mention uh, how great it was because of uh, Daniel Bloomberg and how everything thereafter uh, that is coming out of Max Bloom is, is less than and is you know sort of pale comparison to and uh, you know some people would see that and like say like well now i've got something to prove and kind of come out of the gate swinging and you know put out a very uh powerful statement of an album or either that or or shift the sound of the band in some considerable way so as not to appear 
like uh, you know b-sides from their first album uh bloom does none of those things he holds very close to the sound of uh of his predecessor just sort of a tamer less energetic less confident and kind of less talented version well whenever you have shoes to fill uh that's there's always going to be that stigma i mean it's like james mccartney (laughs) (laughs) you know like paul mccartney's son like you know like no one's gonna no one's gonna step to that Jacob Dylan. You know, don't you go know, into like, music one if you have a parent bro. who's a famous Like, that musician. was kind of a decent song in yeah. the 90s for... That was, that was a pretty decent 90s song. Plus, those baby blues were pretty piercing oh in that video. But when you have when you have shoes to fill, people are always going to... You know, the, there's always going to be a comparison. And I totally agree with what you are saying, where, you know, you could take it somewhere else, make it your own thing, or you could you know do it do it in your own way and i think that the way he likes it is the way and the way that uh moves him is the way that yuck did it so it's even harder when you are doing something super similar um because that's that's your vibe Mm -hmm. um so you know credit to him for you know filling those shoes and i really think this you know this brings us to the third record which is the record we're going to be playing you in a bit called stranger things i think he's feeling more comfortable in those shoes on this record and i think that some of the songs on this record are can stand with that for some of the songs on the first record um maybe you know just a couple but i think we're seeing yuck come into a more confident direction on this record than they did with their second. I see this as a slight improvement, but as I as I played through it, I tried to challenge myself to listen to it not as the same band and not to think about the first record at all, which is to say, what if I discovered this totally independent of any of their previous music and it was under a different name and I didn't know that first record, how cool would I think about this? Um, and it does have some some decent songs and some and some good hooks. Um, we tried to kind of thin the record down a little bit and pick out what we felt were were the winners or the strongest cuts out of there uh, to play for you. Um, you know, it's still it doesn't. It's not a record that uh, had it been their first record. This one, uh, I don't think everyone would be talking about it the way they were. Uh, you know, in two thousand eleven or whenever that one came out. But uh, you know, it's it's not without its qualities. No, I think it's absolutely worth a listen. Um, I think if you're a Yuck fan, you're going to find something in this record that you're going to like and you're going to play again. I think if you're a fan of this kind of like 90s revival rock music, Mm -hmm. I think it's something that you can put on a playlist and have it play in the background with some other indie bands. Mm -hmm. Um, I think if you're a connoisseur, this might leave you a little... You know, with a, with not satisfied. Yeah. But definitely think worth listen. Uh, definitely think some steps in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And they seem they seem like a more confident band because yeah. Chris and I saw them at the Independent here in San Francisco when they came on tour for their sec- to support that second record. Mm-hmm. And even the show was, you know, the the band didn't really feel like 
one force. Yeah. So I think they really are becoming more comfortable. And I'm happy to see that because I, I want this band to, to kill it again. Yeah, I'd like to, you know, I'd like uh, Bloom to kind of carve out his own his own sound and, and his own uh, voice so that we compare other people to him instead of comparing him to other people, um, you know, and uh, as his confidence grows, hopefully he will do that. So here we go. We're going to play you a chunk of songs from Yuck's Stranger Things, their third release and latest on the listening party tonight. Uh, first song up is called Only Silence um, from Yuck on the listening party on bff.fm.
you're tuned into the listening party on bff.fm we just played for you down prior to that hearts in motion as i walk away i'm okay stranger things and opened up with only silence all of those tracks coming off of the latest release by yuck called stranger things on mammy records uh you know i think that Paired down to the the most essential tracks, that record has a lot to like on it. Uh, I know we were a little bit harsh on it in our introduction, but uh, I think there are some winners there, particularly the one track that we both uh, were talking about during the break, uh, As I Walk Away, the one with the, the female vocals. Um, also, I think real standout. Stranger Things was the yeah. one that we uh, felt sounded a little bit like teenage fan club a lot bit like teenage uh, fan club <laughs> um and that was a favorite of mine as well as mm-hmm. as i walk away so um you know i think that those were the strong points i definitely think mm-hmm. there's something to grow on though there's yeah. some there's potential there's there, some standouts you know? there were some definite standouts in that set so i uh, hope you guys enjoyed it if yeah. you did we've got some related tracks that uh we think you'll like as well we're gonna kick things off with a song by Waves and Cloud Nothings called No Life for Me off of an album of the same name. This is The Listening Party on BFF.fm.
You are tuned into the listening party on BFF.FM. That track that you just heard was The Pains of Being Pure at Heart with a great little felt cover ballad of the band before that Fallen in Love by the Smith Westerns off of Diet Blonde and before that one No Life for Me, the uh, title track off of The Waves and Cloud Nothing's collaborative effort. Uh, bringing to a close our first block of the show uh, surrounding Yuck's latest album, Stranger Things, um, taking us now to the second album of the week, a band who lost uh, a key member under much more tragic circumstances than Yuck, uh, School of Seven Bells, um, a, a duo comprised of, formerly comprised of Benjamin Curtis and Alejandra DeHaze, um, Curtis, however, died tragically of cancer two years ago, um, and I think a lot of fans would have assumed that that was the end of the band. However, uh, enough recordings uh, had been made previous to his illness that uh, Alejandro and uh, and and uh, Benjamin's brother were actually able to put together a full album's worth of material to release after the fact, which is entitled SVIIB. Um, and, uh, it's a, a beautiful little testament to, uh, a band, uh, kind of closing it out. Yeah, this falls in line with, uh, the mood of School of Seven Bells. Fans of the band's previous work are going to be entranced by this as well. Um, so we're just going to kick things off. Uh, Blaze is the first song off of SVIIB from School of Seven Bells. This is The Listening Party on BFF.FM.
tuned into the listening party on bff.fm best frequencies forever you just heard signals by school of seven bells before that a thousand times more open your eyes on my heart and ablaze all off of the band's final record sviib from vagrant uh, the band comprised of singer alejandra de and benjamin curtis um Benjamin uh, Curtis passed away two years ago um, from cancer, and this record uh, was put together using uh, raw recordings Curtis left behind from 2012, um, which, uh, yeah, and it was it was just released uh, recently, and uh, I thought the record I thought the record was really good. I thought it was um, a really nice way to end uh the school of seven bells catalog i mean it's it's right up there with the up-tempo um kind of dance driven um music that school of seven bells does it has that kind of washed over sound that kind of um like witchy vibe to it which was what attracted me to the band at first um just more more really great stuff um you know a little sad in context uh but i thought overall you know pretty solid record yeah i agree this this uh group goes out on a strong note in a situation like this it uh would be easy to kind of try to read into some of the songs um regarding uh you know knowing that you are sick and and dying but these songs were actually all uh written and, and compiled before his diagnosis so you know in in lighter times so it's a sort of uh interesting note to go out on and such a such a positive uh feeling album yeah a testament to yeah. life um and good times and partying times i mean it seems like from the photos of the band that they had and a really really close relationship a fun relationship 
Um, and so uh, definitely not a demise. Yeah, you know, it, they, they end on a high. Um, and uh, it's just, I don't know, that's a, that's a happy story, I guess, to take away from it. Um, and it remains to be seen what, what Alejandra de Hayes will do, uh, you know, going forward musically, either on her own or in any other incarnation. But uh, she's a wonderfully talented person, and uh, I'm sure she'll do some creative things. Yeah, so if you enjoyed that set of new music from School of Seven Bells, we've got some related tracks for you that we think you'll dig also. We're going to play a song from Chairlift, I Break Horses, and Bear in Heaven all in this short set and we'll kick things off with chairlifts i belong in your arms off of the record something on the listening party on bff.fm
tuned into the listening party on bff.fm best frequencies forever you just heard three songs from our related set to school of seven bells the record we played earlier in the show the songs you heard was the reflection of you by baron heaven before that winter beats by i break horses and i belong in your arms by chairlift to close out that set 
And for our third and final new release of the show. Oh, you are in for a treat. Quite a treat, especially for fans of carbs. Yeah, I was going to say, this This set is not for the carb conscious. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is going full gluten. So uh, we uh, were trolling the blogs for new music to play As for one you guys. Does. Um, and that's how we found out about this record um, by Anna Holmer and Steve Mo- Mosher. Uh, the record is titled Bread Woman and Other Tales. Yes, bread woman and other tales. <laughs> um, I uh, I could not possibly give a better description to this than uh, than the quote uh, by by Anna Homler herself. The creation story was just me having the overwhelming desire to wear bread and hollowing it out and putting it on my head. <laughs> The image on the front of the uh, album is, of course, uh, a a woman kind of dressed like a little old grandmother with a little babushka scarf on, and and there's bread all uh, laying about her feet, and she is holding bread, and also her face is bread. Her face is covered in bread. She's wielding baguettes. (laughs) She is wearing much bread. Um, She's an L.A. performance artist from the 80s. Um, and, uh, I guess this record was, uh, a lost record and then recently reissued by RVNG International, is that right? Revenge International. Uh, Revenge International. Um, so, you know, any kind of weird reissue, Chris and I are always up for, especially when the pull there, you know, there are actually quite a few pulls in this record, two main ones that I can tell. One this woman wears bread on her face. Right. Um, and two... <laughs> you really can't get into this record without first confronting that. Right. Um, and then two, um, the record is not sung and also not in English. Um, the record is uh, very... It's chanted. It's, it's chanted. I'd call it a chant-based record. In an invented language. Yes. So um, the the mood of the record is very primal, um, kind of off-kilter, unsettling. Um, so as a fan of, like, witchcore or whatever, witch house, yeah. whatever, whatever that genre is called, um, I felt like... A, a woman chanting with bread on her face was right up my alley. Um, and uh, I was right. It was very interesting to listen to. Probably not something I'm going to put on and chant along with, but uh, it's an interesting experience, one that we're going to make you listen to. So um, I hope you guys are are into hearing something a little out of this world. Yeah, this is... Uh, you're in for uh, for a real... Uh, satisfying, bizarre treat with Bread Woman and other tales. Uh, the songs are, are pretty long, but we're going to play a few of them. Yeah, but you know, interject to interject quickly, the funny thing here is that this Bread on Your Face phenomenon has recently gained traction. Wait, wait, wait. There's, there are Bread Women? There are there's others? There's a viral story on the internet about a girl who had an overwhelming urge to smush bread on her face. 
and there are all these she has an instagram account of just videos of her where she either picks bread different types of breads up and like smushes them into her face like i guess play-doh or she just like puts a loaf of bread on a table and like rubs her face in it like on a plate and uh this is this is a sensation into every generation is born a bread woman and you're gonna you're gonna hear uh this bread woman uh anna holmer uh right now so uh you know dig in dig in (laughs) crack open that box of breadsticks uh get ready to chow down on this one this is uh this is called e che i think it is pronounced e che it's an eight minute song um we'll break in uh after that and just kind of re-explain for people who might have happened upon uh the show we've got a couple more chants coming after that to close things out because this record's so interesting um you know we think it's it's definitely worth um worth playing so we are going to hear Ichi from Anna Holmer and Steve Mosher's Bread Woman and Other Tales a record from originally recorded to cassette in 1985 and just re-released recently on Revenge International Records this is Ichi on BFF.fm Yeah. Yeah. 
you're tuned into the listening party on BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. We just played a song, Iche, by Anna Holmer and Steve Mosher, off of Bread Woman and Other Tales, a very, very interesting, unique record, uh, recorded to cassette in 1985, re-released by record label Revenge International this year. And it is a record of chants in a made-up language that were inspired by the urge of Anna Holmer to put bread on her head. Yeah, uh, she said she was driving through Topanga Canyon, uh, and the the chants just sort of came into her head, as if projected there, uh, and and so uh, that is that is the origin of the chants. It's a little bit tenuous how the chants uh, and the the performance art of the wearing of the bread actually go together. But here they are, in fact, presented together, and so maybe you're just supposed to enjoy them simultaneously. I will say that, in addition to that question, I come back again and again to perhaps the greatest question of all. What are the other tales? You could say that Anna Homer's Homer's head is like the bread bowl. In all of us? And the soup is her art. When you're here, your family. Uh, we are going to play out uh, the show with some more tracks from this very intriguing record. You're going to hear hits such as Unuda, Gia, and Sirens um, off of this record, um, which, you know, don't be fooled by our kind of lighthearted banter um is definitely a cool find um so we are gonna like i said play you out with anna homler and steve mosher uh eclectic cuddle is next so stay tuned and thanks for tuning in we're here every tuesday from 6 to 8 p.m on bff.fm best frequencies forever playing new and recent releases and related tracks so we will play you out with Unu Da and other songs from Anna Homler and Steve Moisher off of Bread Woman and Other Tales on BFF.FM.
Yeah.
Oh. <laughs>